0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 6th of September. The search will resume this morning for a three-year-old boy still missing from the Hunter region in New South Wales. AJ L. who is autistic and non-verbal, vanished from his family's property about 100 kilometres west of Newcastle on Friday. Late yesterday, police seized a white ute from a nearby property for forensic testing, while a service station in Colo Heights is now a site of interest, with authorities investigating. AJ's father telling Nine the family is not doing well.
1: Very stressful times. Kid just doesn't pick up and disappear. Not from here. Not from these parts.
0: A much-needed boost for our COVID vaccines this morning with half a million doses of Pfizer touching down in Australia overnight after a swap deal with the UK. It comes as leaders across the country flag what freedoms fully vaccinated Australians will get once vaccine targets are hit, with plans underway for a vaccine passport to kick off by the end of the month. The phone app would allow people to check in with QR codes, which would then indicate to businesses if the person was vaccinated. The Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews, talking up life out of lockdown, with the state considering opening up outdoor events soon.
1: If you're vaccinated, you're going to be able to go to a pub, the cinema, to a sporting event. You're going to be able to do all sorts of things that an unvaccinated person is not going to be able to do. Far from being locked into your house, you will have freedoms that others won't have. They will be locked out because they could be vaccinated and they've chosen not to.
0: Yesterday, Victoria recorded 183 new COVID cases with more than 90% of those under the age of 50. And the state is now expected to reach its 70% single dose vaccination target four days earlier than planned on the 19th of September. Meantime, New South Wales has also hit another vaccine milestone with 40% of residents over the age of 18 now fully vaccinated. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian says it encouraging as the state comes closer to working with COVID. We can
1: definitely foreshadow that once we hit that 70% double dose that life will feel much better in New South Wales. Those of us that are vaccinated fully will be able to participate in things
0: that we've missed out on for a long time. Yesterday, New South Wales recorded three more deaths and 1,485 new cases with the date into week 11 of lockdown. But with case numbers continuing to increase in New South Wales with more than 1,000 people now in hospital with COVID and 175 in intensive care, there are growing concerns the hospital system won't cope. Here's Brett Simpson from the Australian Paramedics Association on the project.
1: We've been begging the government for weeks and weeks and weeks if not months now that this crisis is coming and we've been hurtling towards this cliff and now it's only really taken what people to just be dying in their homes before we can get to them for them to finally be spurred into action.
0: To Queensland now and the state is on COVID alert again after the mother of a four-year-old girl who tested positive over the weekend also now has COVID. The state's Chief Health Officer, Jeanette Young, says she either caught the virus from the truck driver or her daughter. Either way, there's not an increased risk there, which is really good. Now, I would like to thank every single family, and there's over 1,000 who are now in quarantine while we work through what the risk is going forward. It's believed the mother and child had been in isolation before testing positive. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales and a number of beaches on the state's mid-north coast will remain closed today after a fatal shark attack over the weekend. The surfer, believed to be aged in his 30s, suffered fatal injuries at Shelley Beach north of Coffs Harbour yesterday morning. Our reporter, Romy Stevens has more. Yes, Tash, numerous beaches around Coffs Harbour will remain closed until further notice after yesterday's devastating shark attack. Several people witnessed the incident which happened around 11am Aaron Armstrong was another surfer at the scene he described the attack as horrific
2: We started to paddle down to where these people were and then we got caught out of the water um, ran down to see what was happening um, saw a man without an arm lots of blood and lots of people
0: and to Western Australia and the state has tightened its border restrictions with Victoria overnight, making it hard for travellers to get in. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has more from Perth. Tash, the WA border with Victoria tightened just after midnight. It's been elevated to a high COVID risk rating as case numbers there continue to rise amid the Delta outbreak. Before anyone heads to WA from that state, they'll need to prove they've had at least one dose of the vaccine and return a negative test. They could cause some headaches for those wanting to head to Perth for the AFL Grand Final. Similar rules were introduced a few weeks ago for travellers from New South Wales. Now, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the au. And Peter, the US has got a job shock with the numbers employed in August coming in at 235,000.
2: Yeah, which, you know, seems like a pretty good number, doesn't it? But in fact, it was a $500 million miss. Now, economists think that Delta strain is stopping Americans from wanting to work and go out buy stuff. But the stock market saw the bright side of the bad number because it delays future interest rate rises.
0: And Peter, an upcoming court case could deliver windfall payments to small businesses hurt by COVID-19 and cost insurance companies billions of dollars.
2: That's right. When the virus closed down businesses in 2020, insurers such as CGU and Allianz said their business interruption insurance didn't cover pandemics, but now a federal court will look at nine small businesses and their insurance policies to see if they should be entitled to compensation. The decision will be good or bad for insurers' share prices.
0: Peter, so many tourism industries have been hit so hard, especially with travel also with COVID-19. And they're set to take another big hit in September, which usually would be school holidays.
2: Yeah, that's right. About a $6.9 billion loser for the month. But if you're counting back to December 2020, the grand total of losses for tourism adds up to 213 billion. dollars Number crunching by the Tourism and Transport Forum says these holidays usually see $7.7 billion worth of spending by holiday goers, but this year it will only be $770 million. Closed borders and lockdowns will do exactly that.
0: Tough time for so many. Peter, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett Week. One of the finals is locked in and there's a regional flair.
1: Good morning, Tash. There certainly is. We start on Friday night on the Sunshine Coast where Melbourne Storm play Manly in an absolute blockbuster. Cam Munster in some doubt for the Storm, though. He has a knee injury. Set out their final round win over the Sharks. Had a bit of a clean-up. He will not push too hard to return for that given they've got the double chance. He wants to be at peak fitness for when he does play in the finals. Then Townsville hosting a doubleheader. Saturday we start with the Roosters and the Gold Coast. The Titans preparing for their first final in five years. Years. They had to get there the hard way by thrashing the Warriors yesterday, but their coach Justin Holbrook says that they are well prepared for an upset. Happy to play anyone. You know, we're in the finals now and you don't have to be better than them all year. You've only got to be better than them over 80 minutes and, and our side's capable of that. The second game in Townsville is a qualifying final between the Panthers and the Bunnies. Then on Sunday in Rockhampton, we've got the Eels and the Knights in a knockout final. Just on the West Tigers, a disappointing end their season. It's piled a heap more pressure on Michael Maguire, flogged by the Bulldogs 38-0 yesterday. Now, the board is waiting for the findings of an internal review, but Maguire insists he is still the right man for the job. Uh, yep, yep. I know exactly where the team's going, and the organisation knows where the team's going, and we've got to make sure that we continually be disciplined about what we're trying to build here. Whether the board agrees with that, we'll have to wait and see.
0: And Brett, one of the best players in the AFL is in Dart to play in this weekend's prelim finals.
1: Yes, Marcus Bontempelli we always want to see the best in the AFL strut their stuff on the biggest stage. And there's no doubt that the Bont is one of, if not the best players in the AFL. Now, he came off in the last two minutes of that thrilling win over the Lions in their semi at the Gabba on the weekend with a knee injury. The squad flew to Perth yesterday. They'll be based there before they go to Adelaide to face the power on Saturday night. When he touched down in Perth, he was due to have scans. Fingers crossed he will be OK. There's some more fallout from that semi-final, though, from a Lions perspective. That is Lockie Neal, their Brownlow medalist, wants to trade back to WA for family reasons. His wife Jules is from there. She's pregnant at the moment so he's looking at a trade back to the Dockers where he left just three years ago. Uh, now in some other finals news, Tom Hawkins says he's feeling at the peak of his powers as he prepares to spearhead the Cats' attempt to make the grand final against the Demons on Friday night in Perth. Yeah, I still feel confident each week that I can go out and perform at a high level. Certainly I'm, I'm encouraged by the fact that our Side is having success. The Tomahawk there speaking to nine booted five goals. It was a match winning display against the Giants. He's got a really tough challenge in the All Australian, Stephen May, this weekend. Looking forward to that battle, tush
0: Big few weeks ahead. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And our Aussie Paralympians have finished eighth on the official tally, securing 80 medals at the Tokyo Games. The closing ceremony wrapping up the sporting event overnight with Ellie Cole, our Aussie flag bearer. Sports Minister Richard Colbeck says they've made Australia proud.
2: 80 medals in all, 21 gold, 29 silver and 30 bronze, but over and above that, just some absolutely amazing stories and extraordinary efforts to get there and then to
0: do Australia magnificently proud. Congratulations to all the outstanding athletes. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and stay safe. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.